One, two, one. It don't hurt anymore. All my teardrops have dried. No more it's the AA show, the an augmented Apple show, man, for With June 7, 2023. Inside. How's that going? How goes it? Just Are you ready for the Apple Vision be. Pro, everybody? $3,500 plus tax. Time it's coming. It's coming. Uh, available early next year, 2024. You know, while the earth is fucking warm and then everything is burning right now, you know, here in Michigan, up in Ontario, Manitoba, you got wildfire, hazy ass fucking hair. You know, the world is. Hazy ass hair, air. The world is ending, folks. But you know what? You know what's important? An augmented reality. All right? For $3,500. $3,500 plus tax. You know, if it's 10%, like it's over in fucking Seattle, it'll be like, holy fuck, dude. It's reaching $3,800. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so, hey, have fun at it. Why? I don't know what the fuck Apple's doing. But, you know, I augmented reality, something better. I will give you that. But I just go, what the fuck is the difference of this thing, you know, versus browsing on a screen? I sound like an old man. It's just like, what do I, why do I need a smartphone when I can't do this shit on my laptop, blah, blah, blah. Is this an eventual future? Possibly. But the very idea that, like, I got to wear this shit around my head, a little wire hanging down in my pocket to battery power this thing, and I cannot use it all day, I just go like, I don't fucking know, man. So, you know, we had HoloLens that kind of slowly died out. We had the Google Glasses that finally had its official death. Yeah, believe it or not, there was it was still alive from the Enterprise version of it that came out. And then, you know, Metaverse with the Meta, whatever has been happening there, it just, it's been flopping. I, the VR, that's not a, an AR, augmented reality, it's more VR, but I just go like, I don't know. I, I just cannot, you know, after 10 years of watching this develop, I just go, I don't know what is there. <laughs> a use case that would enhance my life rather than that. I mean, if you're into experimentation and all that, yeah, and then industrial side of things which we tried with like automotive maintenance and other things you know i guess some of the vr cases were like oh let's say you're simulating a fire you know firefighter scenario wearing that thing and walk around on top of wearing whatever the rest of it i just go maybe but i also am not sure so you know I, i let's see the thing is way too far i think the things that we should be focusing on as a world is not more data consumption that way, 360 degrees all immersed around. It's more efficient data usage and, you know, trying to save Earth from uh, burning up like I talked about in the very fucking beginning. This thing ain't gonna, like, fucking reduce the greenhouse gas fucking footprint in my view with all the data it's pumping in and then try to compute, yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I start thinking about computing and technology that way. It's like, you know, how much greenhouse gas you know, footprint, am I contributing, you know, you know, without driving a car, without, you know, revving my fucking Honda, you know, CRV, you know, like, what, what else, you know, without buying more plastic shit, you know, because I try not to, which is, this is why I'm discouraging Colleen to, like, stop buying containers, because I just go, like, we're just adding to the footprint, you know, using petroleum to pump out these dumbass fucking plastics that will not dissolve whatsoever, and then they'll be 
long, you know, it'll be here long after we're gone, you know, probably three generations and these plastics will still be here. So, you know, I, anyways, I don't want to get into the soapbox of that. But it, it just go, I don't know, is this a useful technology to actually help anybody? Or do I need an AR so I can see an imaginary fucking plant that ha- might have gone extinct or imaginary fucking bird that like that has gone extinct because the shit is fucking burning. <laughs> Priorities, people. Jesus Christ. A uh, little bit of a follow-up from one of the old episodes I had, which is uh, leaving, living on a Saudi prayer, uh, talking about the live golf, you know, with all, I made a run, joke that it's like all, all, you know, all live golf, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, guess what? The news of the day, episode 276, if you want to check that out, from almost a year ago, 11 months ago, July 2nd, 22, living on a Saudi prayer. Uh, we'll listen to that. Uh, the new big news uh, this week is that the Professional Golfers Association, also known as a PGA, and Live Golf uh, have merged. Kind of like the WWE, UFC, you know, Endeavor merged to create a new entity. This is sort of the same. And then all the Live Golfers are fucking celebrating, which is fucking hilarious. Because without knowing the details of what this merger is, I'm assuming... Uh, the live golfers are getting a big payday out of it because you know they signed this monstrous contracts for like hundreds of millions of dollars uh, to get out of PGA and then you know PGA loyalists like Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods are like all right you better up our pay although you know we're not going to get to that 100 million dollar scale that the Saudis are fucking dropping right and then the you know all the criticism about sport washing you know which is very concerning to me that less and less people are talking about it and this is a very very example that like sports washing is happening like f1 you can fucking see wwe it's fucking happening for two events they have every year they're halfway through that contract of the 10-year deal and less and less people are talking about okay remember why this event is happening and then why this event got downplayed before it kind of we start forgetting about it jamal khashoggi um and then also you know, Phil Mickelson said it himself, and all these, like, uh, the recording, you know, when he joined the live, but he was like, oh, it's fucking atrocious, all that. You know, you can go back and listen to the episode I had last year talking about it. But knowing that, he decided to take the fucking money and then made the money. So, you know, from the capitalist side of me goes, yeah, but I also go, there's a lot of blood oil money in this. And then, you know, the usual Saudi side argument is like, but America, why, why are you any better? Why am I doing a fucking accent doing this? It's like you got you you mistreat black people yada yada. I'm sorry, but like it's it it's not the two scale. It's not the fucking same. It's not the fucking same. I'm sorry. W- one more time, I hear why the Saudi is like it's a defa- it's a false equivalency to the next level. People defending this shit, and then Brooks Kepka tweeted on this thing. He's like, oh, wellness check on uh this guy who the PGA analyst on the Golf Channel talking about sport washing and his concern. I'm like, Brooks, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you took the blood, you took the oil money. You took the oil money knowing what's going to happen. You, Bryson DeChambeau, all of y'all decided to take the fucking money. Just fucking admit it. Only person that admitted it openly, kind of, was <laughs> Phil Mickelson. And then I just go like, you know, and then don't, like, wash this under the bridge, like, as if, like, it's, it doesn't matter to you. You are an American. And then this country and this fucking money that's merging with the American entity is based on that fucking culture. So if you like Saudi Arabia so much, 
fucking move over there, like the rest of the soccer players, like Ronaldo, Messi, Kareem Benzema, and then maybe a couple more people get, that are going over there. Because $100 million, $200 million, $500 million for these people is absolutely nothing. And then I think there are other reporters that cover this because other than American sports, this kind of shit is happening like in the Egyptian Premier League, soccer, and many other entities, you know, Newcastle United. You just see it happening right in front of your eyes, just normalizing this fucking arcane, archaic fucking culture as if it's like some kind of advancement when, frankly put, these savages of fucking people are have all this, all these financial might to do whatever they want without any kind of accountability. That's fucking sickening to me. And then now that's going to be an American golf at this point. So, Because one of the part of the deal in this merger is that the, the, the Saudi person is going to be in the governorship. Because it's, you know, this thing is funded by a Saudi public investment fund, right? And then one of them is going to be on the board uh, in this new entity. And then I just go, all right. So the PGA is now officially going to be fucking lackey for fucking Saudi government with the ownership, which is the next egregious part in my view. I just go, what the fuck? And they also made the weird deal with the European tour. I forgot what they call it now, you know, to make sure that like all the tours and schedules and they get like DP tour. That's what they call it. Double penetration. <laughs> um, the European tour. And then they're just going to have, yeah. And then all of them are merging. So three of them, the European tour, PGA, usually based out of North America and the live, whatever the fuck they're doing, they're all merging. And this partnership concept, I mean, I don't feel comfortable with this. And I already kind of like stopped watching golf because like PGA itself has been a fucking bore where the game is being played. So, yeah, I don't think this is going to make anything better. This is an awful publicity. And, uh, you know, it's it, it just they're not going to be a nonprofit organization anymore. You know, yada, yada, yada. So let's see what this turns out. According to the Saudi people, they said this is going to be a matter of weeks when this merge is complete. But. Okay, this is really encroaching upon the American territory, in my view, compared to other sports entities that have not broken into by Saudis yet, uh, unlike in Europe and Africa and whatnot that they were doing. So there's that. All right, main thing I want to talk about for the last 10 minutes or so or less is this whole Jeff Bezos situation. So if you want to listen to my Bezos series at this point, that's what I fucking call it, go listen to my episode 270, President Bezos, uh, from May 22nd, um, 25th last year. Episode 277, why Jeff Bezos quit on Amazon. Because uh, some of these kind of capture, you know, my theory as to, you know, how Jeff Bezos is living his life post-Amazon and then whatever the fuck he's doing. Now, this thing came about because they're, number one, uh, Jeff Bezos and his uh, girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, got engaged and then flaunting this fucking ring around in somewhere in Europe on his yacht, super yacht, mega yacht, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And then uh, the, the whole whole internet is getting going obsessed over hey jeff bezos is a fucking cuck cuck cold because he has his ex uh, tony gonzalez the tight end i talked about this in the past which i go this guy has a lifetime job you know just because of his baby mama with the three children right and then like he just hanging out with them and then all the internet's theory is that look man jeff bezos is such a cuck he has all this money and then like uh, he lets he watches his woman getting fucked by his ex-boyfriend, and then basically, uh, what what is, there's a image that's saying, oh, 
uh, the man maker, I'm reading off of the Vice article, who shared the image saying, quote, ignoring her past will ruin your future, unquote. And just two days later, the account posted it again, edited it so that the line expands into infinity, yada, yada, yada. Quote, you can't keep a woman who belongs to the streets, the caption said. I didn't make these rules. Nature did. <laughs> and all these people are like going like, oh, why does Jeff keep hanging out with his woman? So now the fiance. And then like he's like celebrating his engagement with the ex-husband. And I, I just go like everybody's theorizing that. Oh, and then the Vice article goes into like, all right. Number one, Lauren Sanchez and Tony Gonzalez have three kids. Jeff Bezos has, like, two adopted kids, if I remember right. So there's going to be some blended family element here. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, and then just for some reason, every time you see them, like, Tony Gonzalez, who's, I guess, considered alpha because he's an NFL Hall of Fame tight end at this point. You know, it's like, oh, he's still ripped. He's so looking good. And then, like, Lauren left that. What a gold digger whore. Yada, yada, yada. And I just go, like, okay. And all these people and, and vices, you know, are, you know, I, it's just like analyzing this for no reason, in my view. And never asked a question, which I fucking asked. Because all these people who want to... This is a problem. Everyone... I think the article mentioned this too. Uh, quote. I'm going to read the last paragraph. We can say whatever we want to make ourselves feel superior to a man like Bezos. But does not change the reality that he is one of the wealthiest people to ever live in a way that none of us will remotely compare. Whether Bezos' fiance sleeps with other men does not change that. Meanwhile, images like the cuck line highlight the gaping insecurity men feel about the being put in such a category, whether getting labeled as a literal cock or a spiritual one. Even if we've lost so much, lost the definition of the word, it continues to dominate us. The frequency of conversation borders on obsession. Whether it be Bezos or this fantasy of comparing women to used cars, cucking has invaded in our brains. And... Isn't that type of being cucked in itself? Uh, yeah, and I agree. Because what I was about to say, this is a great conclusion to the article, is these people talk about cucking all over and over. But I said, okay, you don't realize that these people, like, you guys are getting cucked by fucking Bezos flexing like that with that much uh, security, however superficial this fucking comes off. Because I asked this question. I'm sorry. While people are debating, like, Bezos is letting her woman do this with her ex-husband. I just go like, what if the richest motherfucker in the world, or top three, excuse me, excuse me, um, is having her ex-husband, Lauren, pronouns pal, you know, having her ex-husband, Tony Gonzalez, watch Jeffrey Bezos and Lauren Sanchez fuck and make Tony Gonzalez a cuck while giving him a fucking job on a national television, national football league game that's on Amazon Prime, and pay him enormous amount of money and a job security that he doesn't have to find other network going to CBS, Fox Sports, yada, yada, yada. What if Bezos is doing that instead of Bezos watching his woman fucking the ex-husband? Has anyone ever theorized this? Because to me, that's the amount of like subtle flexing that I see and these fucking knucklehead incels who cannot do anything better than jerking off and shooting up fucking whatever public space are thinking. And I just go like... Don't you see that, like, the, you know, the author put, very well put, you're getting cucked, at, you know, by being obsessed with this. But in reality, I just also go like, don't you think he might be cucking Tony Gonzalez? So nobody's going out there questioning Tony Gonzalez, the fucking Hall of Fame tight end. Because 
what I always said, you know, even last year was like, Tony Gonzalez is like just in the fucking shadows and proximity of it, of the blended fucking family, and has a fucking job on Amazon Prime. You know, if I were Tony Gonzalez, I'd be like, all right, family business, family business, one thing. But like, get a, get a fucking real job, go to ESPN, go to fucking whatever media, instead of like riding the coattail of your fucking ex-wife. To me, I criticize Tony Gonzalez more than fucking Jeff Bezos. Has anyone thought this? Forget Bezos looking like a cuck. That guy has become Lex Luthor, you know, shaving his head. And I don't know how many, how many times you go to GNC and like fucking, you know, shoot up HGH. Hey, Tony, where'd you get it? You know, I'll buy it, whatever, right? I can't ship it on Amazon, you know? That fucking shit is happening. In the meantime, you do not realize that like, I'm sorry, you're blaming the richest man in the, one of the richest men in the world, but you don't blame the ex-husband. It just makes me go, is this a throuple? And I'd be like, you know what, who gives a shit? Let, her, let him have it. The man, like I said last year, deserves a fucking break for all the work that he put in. And that, ne- he never fucking lived. Which is fucking sad that like he had this midlife crisis, decides to get fucking jacked, and decide to find this Hollywood fucking D-level celebrity hoe, in my view, and then this is what he ended up. The fact that he put a ring on her, that's unfortunate. But I'm sure Lauren doesn't give a fuck. Tony doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a... Jeff Bezos doesn't give a fuck. He'll be like, oh, I'll get married again. Let him live. Stop getting obsessed with, like, is is he a cuck? And then, like, you, Tony Gonzalez, rest of you men are the real cucks out there. I'm sorry. Like, you really are. (laughs) Do you not see how much... Like, if I were in Jeff Bezos' position... Who never lived his 20s and 30s. I love Mackenzie. And then like fucking. Like you never get it out of your fucking system. These fucking people. The only person that get it out of their system. Out of all these nerds. Is fucking Steve Jobs at this point. I would say. Even Bill Gates never got it out of his system. That's why he probably allegedly. Now under the lawsuit. Went to the Epstein Island. You know. And then like Melinda didn't like the connection. with the, You know. The yada yada yada. And caused the friction. But. These people work so hard to get to the where they are, they never live their youth. Hey, and only people who can confidently flex that are either people who lived it and then like also made enough money to like be secure about themselves. Now Jeffrey Bezos feels secure about himself, no matter how superficial it is, and he's fucking flexing in front of all of y'all and building this mega yacht too. Fuck the climate pledge. Fuck it. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just one person. I made it. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he's fucking Lauren Sanchez in front of Tony Gonzalez and said, Fucking watch this shit. I'm Jeffrey fucking Bezos. <laughs> and all the other people are metaphorically doing this as the Vice article says. So, go read the article. And then it also talks about this cucking, how that definition has morphed over the last five years or so. But, do you not see this? This is how, like, you need to focus on you. Instead of focusing on fucking Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez. And to be honest, I just... Everybody's acting like Lauren Sanchez. She belongs in the streets. It's like, oh, well, so do you. Get the fuck out there and fucking ask somebody out. Both of you belong in the streets. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyways, if you're a cuck and disagree with me, or if you're like being cuckold, because I certainly wouldn't. I don't understand it either. It's like the feet fetish. I finally said it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are you cuck to the feet? 
and you know and then the article will come out as a part two as like oh bk one of those like no name podcasters starts misusing the word cook into something else and then you know all of y'all need to get out on the streets and ask get like ask the lauren sanchez's of the world that are supposed to be supposedly belong in the streets and go hey how are you this morning fucking ask that question you fucking pussy Instead of like get, grabbing a gun and Glock and shit AR-15 and be like, fucking shooting shit up. Like some, and then kill innocent Asian people, immigrants, the hardworking people who did nothing to you. Bunch of fucking cowards. And then you cannot outlaw this shit. And then this is what's running rampant. And you feel better about yourself and involuntarily, you know. This is a real fucking problem. This is a societal problem. But like these people need to, Get out of this obsession because in reality they're being cucks to themselves. They really are. The article is correct. So I will say that if you disagree with me, let's have a constructive conversation. You know, email me at aa-o@outlook.com. aa-o@outlook.com. I gotta fix the YouTube uh, YouTube music, which uh, has a podcast feature, and I cannot find this podcast, and I think that's impacting my metrics. Thank you, Google, and fuck you too. All right, have a great rest of the week, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out.